Welcome to your Tuesday episode of Max Sports. We are one away, one episode away from 100. That is insanity to me, honestly. I can't believe we're already almost there. I have a very special plan for that. Whether that will be episode 100 or just a special one-off episode I will have to make at a later date, I want to do something special for episode 100. So, today's episode, though, is going to be kind of a drawback to a previous episode we had around the NFL draft talk time. So, I kind of did a find a home for a lot of free agents for a while, and... Unfortunately, when you look back at it, there's a lot of free agents that still haven't been picked. And some of those areas might still feel the same, but some of these places, since a running back got drafted here or a receiver got drafted there, it doesn't make sense for a certain player to go to a certain team anymore. This is an updated version. Uh, ESPN came out with a list uh, of 12 very solid free agents that they think um, are, are the best available still. And I want to find homes for them today. So that is our episode. I'll be going through some of those household names like Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Jadavian Clowney are still available, including obviously D-Hop and Dalvin Cook. So I want to find homes for for these players. So let's get into our episode today. All right, starting things off with running back Ezekiel Elliott. Now, we all know that he does not have the burst that he once had. I think destinations for him are going to be places where they have an established runner and need more of a power running back behind them. I will save my best one for the last, but I think I have a couple other destinations. To start off, I'm looking at Kansas City. They have Isaiah Pacheco, and they have a solid line. Mahomes is there. Kelsey's there. They have some decent receivers. I think they are more in need of a receiver, so it makes me question whether they will actually invest in the run game or not. But I think having someone like Zeke Elliott, a bruiser that can push the ball through the goal line, gives them options to just run the ball up the middle, control the game, control the pace. Look at how the Chiefs have won so many games. When they need to take time off the clock, they always manage to do so. And I think having a guy that could help manage the run game, push for a first down, push for the ball in into the goal line. I think that's a great kind of asset that they could get fairly inexpensive as a guy. I'd assume Ezekiel Elliott likes football and he would like to play next year. So he needs to find a team that, you know, he's probably going to be able to take a price cut. So the Chiefs wouldn't have to spend, you know, they wouldn't have to donate a kidney to get this guy by any means. Another fit I like is the Jets. Very similar to the Chiefs, so I don't want to repeat everything. They have an MVP-level quarterback. They have a roster that's ready to compete for a Super Bowl. They have a young running back in Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall a lot. He got hurt last year. What if you get some of the touches to a more power-set running back instead of letting Brees Hall get beat up in the middle of the trenches you know, right on the goal line, give that to Elliott to punch the ball in. He's a vet. He'll know what to do. He's responsible, and he's a great pass blocker as well. So that is my second destination for him. My third one is, I said this one in a previous episode, so if you guys remember it, I'll give you two seconds to guess. Take your guesses on where I said he would go. All right, the Los Angeles Chargers. That is where I had him going. Um, I think that this is the best fit for him because we still don't know about Eckler. They really don't have a young guy in the works that's high enough on 
um, on the depth chart for me to think that, ooh, the, the Chargers really think highly of this guy. He could have a future as a starter in the league. I'm looking at Ezekiel Elliott. It, I think he's the power running back that they need desperately, desperately. Eckler is a great guy to get fantasy stats. He's a speedy burner running back that can, you know, get the ball in space, make a guy miss, and go for 40 yards. That's not what you're going to get with Ezekiel Elliott. The problem with Eckler is he's small and he does not run through the tackles well. When it comes to them needing to run the clock out, manage the game, you know, push it over for a first down, push it for a for a touchdown, this isn't sexy stuff. It's the stuff that you need to do to win. And they don't have that right now. They don't have a bruiser, big running back to do that. I think Elliott, ha- this has to be the best fit for him. I, I would say the same thing with a Kareem Hunt as well, a bigger, bulky running back like him. But again, I think Elliott might be a little easier to get and a little cheaper than Kareem. So that is it with our first running back, Kareem Hunt. I'm looking at places like... Very similar as well. I think he is going to be a number two. I don't think he is a number one guy in a backfield. I think he's a little bit better of a receiver than Ezekiel Elliott. And he is, a well, they are the same age. He's not a little younger by any means. They're, they're a very similar running back. So we'll put Kareem Hunt in similar destinations where I have seen Ezekiel Elliott. Next, John Johnson the third. Cleveland Browns were his last team. Apparently, his on-the-ball production dipped last season for Cleveland, according to ESPN, as he finished with one interception and four pass breakups. The veteran safety still has range from the post and the split field alignments, though, and that will open some doors for him on the market. So he is 27, so he is more of a finished product than really a prospect that you could throw a one-year deal to to prove it. But again, we don't really know where he's going to go. I think any team that needs some secondary help will definitely be looking for him. Honestly, I don't think that they will because their best player is Harrison Smith. But I was going to say a team like um, Minnesota that has some bad secondary players, that could be a good fit for a fairly affordable price. But again, a guy that's dipping in production, there's no guarantee that he gets signed right away. Next, we have two players that are very similar. We have uh, two 34-year-old outside linebackers, first off Melvin Ingram and then Justin Houston. So Melvin Ingram, he's had uh, six sacks and 22 tackles in his 17 games last year. He's still a productive guy, but for his age, he needs to be more of a rotational guy. He can't be a, a real solidified starter in the league anymore. And it's very similar with Justin Houston. I think Justin Houston brings more production, but again, you do have to worry about his market impact due to his age. And that is one thing that ESPN does share with share with us here. I still like Houston more than Melvin Ingram. He is still a very, very gifted pass rusher off of the edge who can win one-on-ones all day. He had almost double-digit sacks last year, which it feels like he's done that every year since he's joined the league. He has been an elite player since he came into the league. But Melvin Ingram, on the other hand, I think he should – I think he's going to be a rotational piece for a team that necessarily needs depth. He might even be an addition that happens like as soon as the preseason starts. Uh Uh-oh, starting linebacker goes down. We need a backup. 
for Justin Houston, I still think that there's a market for him, a, a veteran guy who can be a good guy in the locker room. And again, he was a double-digit sack guy last year, that he will find a home. When it comes to places that I think need some linebacker help, it's a little difficult because I know the, the world has not loved linebackers the way they once did. So he could reunite back in Kansas City. That would be a great uh, reunion. See him, Chandler Jones. I would love to see that on the defense. Another team that might need just some defensive help would be Miami because they did lose Melvin Ingram. So if they don't want to bring him back, Justin Houston would be a great addition to get them some sacks. Another player from Miami, but this is a backup quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. He's definitely going to be a either a fringe starter on a bad team or a very good number two backup, which is the most likely outcome. Every team has signed their free agent quarterback, extended their quarterback, or drafted a new one. So very likely the, the chance of him, it's, it's very unlikely the chance of him getting a starting gig, it, it's not going to happen. But I still think there are teams that could use a backup. Every team wants a solid one. I'm looking at places that might have injury-prone quarterback play where they would want a backup or at least a good veteran behind them in case something happens to them. I'm thinking maybe the commanders could be a good fit because you have Sam Howell. Get an experienced guy like him in if Howell seems to struggle and it looks like the wheels are falling off. Bring Teddy Bridgewater in a couple games to get some, you know, just some steady, safe quarterback play. He always seems to make a good decision down the field. And I don't know. I always have liked Teddy Bridgewater. I think he makes really good, smart plays. Only thing that's really holding him back is arm strength and durability. That's why he's mainly pushed to a backup role. But I think a place like Washington, he could be a very solid backup behind Sam Howell. And he could be a fringe starter if Howell seems, again, to absolutely bust and not do good. Going next to the Jadavian Clowney, my goodness, stuttering everywhere. Jadavian Clowney has definitely had his production drop off after the last couple seasons, and he's kind of been a journeyman defensive end, something that I really wasn't expecting to see from him this early in his career. I know he's 30 now, but um, yeah, he's never had a double-digit sack season, and he's probably just a rotational addition by a, a solid contending team. This, I'm not saying he's a bust by any means, because he's still been a solid player. It's not like he's flamed out of the league. He's still in the league since 2014. He's almost going on a decade. But I think when people first saw Jadavian Clowney uh, as a prospect, they thought you were going to be seeing a, a Bosa brother, a Watt brother, a, a, just a freak specimen edge rusher that could you know, stop the run game in the passing game. You know, just an absolute freak. And we just haven't really seen this from him in going on a decade. He's a solid, solid D lineman. He'll be picked up most likely by a contender. I'm looking at teams that just think they might need a little bit of rotational pass rush help. Again, maybe Miami. I know they have, um, oh, who is it? Bradley Chubb that they traded for. I, I could see Miami maybe going for him if the deal's cheap enough. Um, just as a rotational piece, because the Dolphins didn't have a very good defense last year. I'm looking at teams that had some bad defensive help. Maybe he could reunite in Houston again, if that's where he really wants to go. Um, other than that, I think he's mainly going to go to contenders. Maybe the Rams to go with Aaron Donald. That could be a good addition as well. All right, Dalton Reisner, a guard from the Denver Broncos. 
a lot of people say that he fits best in run gap schemes and close quarters. Um, I like him as a guard. That's usually what he's been playing. He ranked 10th in the league in run block win rate. That's very solid. He can anchor in pass protection. So a solid offensive lineman is still available. He's now he's not the premier piece that you want, which is a left tackle. He's a guard. But again, he will find a home. I'm looking at teams that, again, have poor offensive line depth. Maybe Minnesota. Maybe Cincinnati. I know that they struggled a lot last year, and some of their additions to the team really didn't help a lot when it comes to them winning. And then I'm also looking at maybe, uh, you know what, we'll throw out the New York Giants there because their line has gotten better. But again, if you could reinforce it, your best piece is Saquon Barkley. So being able to get him some more open gaps would help their team a ton. All right, we're going to wrap this up quicker. I'm going to go through the last big three and give you some destinations. Yannick Ngakwe. This guy is a sack machine. Outside of that, he cannot do anything else. He is not very good as a run defender. He should pretty much just be a guy on third down where you shake his shoulder pads and you, you hold him on the sideline and go, all right, buddy, go kill that guy. And you point at the quarterback and then he goes and runs out there and does it. That is, He's elite at that. Everything else, not so much. I think he needs to find a contending team that needs pass rush. Teams that struggled with it last year. So I'm looking at teams like maybe the Raiders. I know that they had, they really struggled on the defensive end last year. And I think that they could desperately, desperately need the help. Um, Max Crosby is there, but Chandler Jones really did not help out with the um Raiders last year as a pass rusher. He really, really struggled. Getting him a secondary pass rusher could really help not only Crosby, but also may help Ngakwe as well. Moving on to this one, DeAndre Hopkins. We have talked about him previously before. He has done his little stint of going around the league and finding his favorite players. He, I have also heard some people, I also talked about him and Dalvin Cook maybe finding a team together. I don't know if, how that'll actually end up working. But when it comes to D-Hop, I think he will find a team that has an experienced quarterback that's ready to win now. Again, I'm not going to do ones that have D-Hop and Cook in this episode because we already did that, and it doesn't look like that's getting any closer to happening. I think good fits for DeAndre Hopkins. I still think he could be a solid um, one for the Bills. He would definitely be a number one in New England. Now, I don't know if you want Mac Jones as your quarterback, but hey, that might be what D-Hop wants. Another good fit, the Giants. I think he would be the number one weapon on the Giants, and I think that they would be a very solid team with him. It would be the best receiver Daniel Jones has had. Another one could be... <sighs> Tell me if you think I'm ridiculous with this. I think the Titans are a good fit for him as well. There is no good receiver on that team. He, again, would be a number one. If the Titans still view themselves as contenders, obviously they didn't move Derrick Henry. They could use his help in the in this um, as a whiteout. So, that will be our Tuesday episode today. I will see you in the next episode, episode 100. I know, get your popcorn, get your foam finger ready. It is going to be epic. See you then.